Hello and welcome to Ask a Web Geek. My name is CJ and you're joining us for episode 43 of Ask a Web Geek. And I'm so pleased to have you with us. Ask a Web Geek is a podcast where you can ask any questions that you have about websites, social media, email marketing, and online tools and technologies of all kinds. We're so glad that you're part of the program today. I've got a great show planned for you today. I've got a lot of great topics I wanna go over and show you and teach you and encourage you to create for your own business. But first, we've gotta show you our featured animal of the week. And I know you've seen him before, but I've gotta bring him back. It's our elephant. Ellie the elephant is here to remind us once again about taking things in your jungle one step at a time. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Are you familiar with the phrase, how do you eat an elephant? And the answer is one bite at a time. And I needed this encouragement for me today. I don't know about you, but my week is is busy. You know, the year has just begun. Uh, you know, we're a month in at this point, but I've got a lot on my plate. I got a lot of things that I'm working on doing. I've got projects I'm working on. I've got clients that I'm helping and I easily feel overwhelmed when I think about all the things that I wanna do for my clients, all the things I wanna do in my own business. And so when that happens to me, I remember the elephant and I remember that we can just take one step at a time. We can take baby steps and everything counts. So that's my encouragement for you today as you go through your week this week is to remember the elephant and just take things one bite at a time. Be in this present moment and all you have to do is worrying about what is the next right thing and focus on this one moment. So I'm gonna do that for me. I'm gonna take my own advice here. I'm gonna focus right now on this program and doing a great show for you and teaching you some great information. And we're gonna help, El we're gonna use Ellie as our reminder so let Ellie remind you this week to take things one step at a time, one bite at a time. All right, let's jump right into our program today. I've got a great program here for you. I'm gonna pull off the safari hat. It gets a little hot over here in the jungle. Ask a Web Geek with CJ Gilbert. I'm the website safari guy. That's why I wear that silly hat, everyone. It's because I understand that the internet is a jungle and it's so easy to get lost and fall into hidden traps and not end up where you wanna go. And today I'm here to encourage you to take one bite at a time in your web jungle this week. This is the program where you can ask any questions you want. What would you like to ask a web geek? What do you need help with? In my normal everyday teachings and job, I'm a website developer and I teach people that your website is your number one tool. What? Your website is your number one tool to help you grow and support your business. And if you think of it like that, it's going to automatically lead you to using it as a tool to enhance each aspect of your business, helping you attract more customers, make more sales, improve your customer service, increase your efficiency, really help you save time, save money, and serve your clients better, faster, and easier. I want to take just a moment to congratulate you. I know that if you're listening to me right now, if you're watching this program right now, chances are you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, and I know that you are putting in some time right now to learn something to improve your life, your business, or your situation. And so I want to take this moment to congratulate you for taking that effort. That means that you're one of the few percentage of people in the world that are actively taking time to improve their life, improve their business, 
And so I want to tell you, congratulations. Give yourself a pat on the back for being here this morning. Ask a web geek. We're in all these channels. Let me go over it with you real quick. If you haven't yet, please join our Facebook group. You'll find that at facebook.com slash ask a web geek. And of course, all of these links and details are at our website, askawebgeek.com. It's probably facebook.com slash groups.askawebgeek, isn't it? But anyway, just go to askawebgeek.com and you'll be able to get to the Facebook group there. Subscribe on YouTube if you haven't yet. I'm doing a ton of stuff over on YouTube these days. I'm going to tell you more about that in just a second. But if you haven't yet, please do subscribe on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter, askawebgeek. You can follow both CJ Gilbert and askawebgeek over there on Twitter. Feel free to ask any questions that you like directly on Twitter if that's something that you're comfortable doing. And you can listen to this as a podcast. If you're listening to me right now as a podcast, I'd love you to drop me a note, maybe send me a tweet or an email and let me know that you've heard this as a podcast. That's so exciting. I love podcasts and it's so cool that I have my very own and I hope that you're taking advantage of that. The podcast should be available at your podcast player of choice. It's on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many, many others. If it's not on your favorite podcast, provider, please let me know and I'll make sure that the show gets there. So check it out there uh, as a podcast. Again, askawebgeek.com. All the links and details are there. Let me tell you what I've been doing on my YouTube channel over the last year. I don't want to, you know, they say not to put time in your videos so that it like limits your audience, blah, 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 blah. We are at the beginning of 2023 and I want to tell you what I've been doing in 2022. I realized I was not using YouTube effectively. I was putting the entire episode of the Ask a Web Geek show on my YouTube channel but the greatest way to use YouTube is the smaller videos, the smaller bites. And it occurred to me toward the beginning of last year, duh, why am I not taking advantage of YouTube? And so I created Geek Bites. This is where I would take my episode like I'm making right now, but then I would pull out the individual topics, questions, answers that we went over to create individual videos for my YouTube channel. And I called it Geek Bites. So if you haven't yet, please do head over to the YouTube channel and check out all the many videos that I've created under this idea of Geek Bites. And I'm really excited about this because this is the pattern I'm going to continue forward. I'm going to still create and record one long form show. The intention of that is to be a podcast, but I'm also creating it as a video show. Yeah, I'm going to put it on YouTube. You could be watching me on YouTube right now. And then I'm going to take out the individual segments and create additional YouTube videos and content. And I want you to think about how you can do that as well. How could you record a piece of content once and then reuse it in several different ways? Let me be an encouragement to you as I record a podcast, video show, and then create multiple YouTube videos out of it. So head on over to youtube.com. It is youtube.com slash askawebgeek, or you can search askawebgeek, or you can come to askawebgeek.com and click the button. 
You're welcome to ask me any questions that you like about websites, social media, marketing, and more. But of course, my quick disclaimer, you must be willing to have your question or issue addressed in a public forum. This is a publicly available podcast, and I always will protect your passwords and your sensitive business information. But just in general, the topics that we discuss, I want it to be applicable to most people and be able to share information. If we need to do something like hide some passwords or take extra precautions, of course we can. But my greatest intention is we're just chatting openly about all these topics so everyone can learn uh, and improve their own business situation. This is not legal or professional advice. I am not an attorney. I'm not a CPA. I'm a web geek that knows a lot about some web geeky things, and I'm going to share my ideas and opinions and suggestions on those. But of course, you accept responsibility for everything. Who am I? I'm the web geek. I'm the the <laughs> website uh, I'm the internet, what do I call myself? The internet safari guide with my silly hat over here because the internet is a jungle and it's so easy to get lost and not end up where you want to go. So I've created this show. I've created this platform so I can help you. I can answer questions that you have, not only about using your websites and some of these other tools, but what else are you using online? My business is serving your business. I believe that by my work, I can actually help you do more business and do better business as a result. I'm going to encourage you to stay on the lookout for that golden nugget. Our brains are so amazing. Even as we consume information, even if we watch the same video over and over, read the same book over and over, we're going to get new information and ideas every time we do that. So I would just encourage you today, be on the lookout for that golden nugget that you're going to find today. Grab some paper. If you're like me, I like to take notes when I'm listening to a teaching so that I can, uh, you know, kind of do a stream of consciousness notes on one side of the paper. And then on the other side of the paper, I like to point out specific action steps. So if it helps you, grab a sheet of paper, draw a line down the middle. On the left side of the page, you can take notes as I'm talking through it. And then on the right side of the page, you can kind of highlight which action steps you want to take. So you can make sure to go back and take action right away on those items. And of course, star your golden nuggets so you can refer back to those later. I want to thank some official, not official sponsors of our program today. And the first of those is The Active Life Company at theactivelifecompany.com. If you haven't checked them out yet, please do theactivelifecompany.com where you can get 15% off your order by using WebGeek. This is from member Melissa, who uh, is someone that I see actually still every week and have breakfast with her on Thursday mornings at a local networking group. And once upon a time, she decided to become a sponsor of the show by giving me a mug, Active Life Company. Let me know if you want to be a mug sponsor of the show. I love coffee, and I would love to drink my coffee out of your branded mug. So you're very welcome to do that. And that's an easy way for you to become a sponsor of the program. Check out The Active Life Company, and of course, use our promo code WEBGEEK to get that 15% off. Also want to acknowledge Exceptional Entrepreneurs. This is a virtual business networking meeting that I am one of the leaders of, and we do it every Thursday and Friday. You're welcome to attend both or either of those as your schedule allows. We open the doors at 11.30 a.m. Pacific to check your Zoom connection, and then we do a little open networking at that time. Our official structured agenda runs from noon to 1 
uh, Pacific. That's our one hour meeting. That's the main meat of the meeting. And you definitely don't want to miss that part. And then we have a little more open networking after one. If you want to stick around for that, you're very welcome to. You can find out all the details on that at meetup.com. I actually have a couple articles on my website too. And in just a few moments, I'm going to show you how you can get to some of that information, but you'll find them all at meetup.com. And if you haven't seen it yet, this is my free video workshop. It's at mywebsitesafari.com. And if you haven't yet, this is the way that I want you to learn how to make your website work for you. If you haven't yet, check out mywebsitesafari.com. There's seven videos here. They're on demand. You can access them anytime you like. And this is going to teach you how to think of your website like a tool to help you make more sales, improve your customer service, and really serve your clients better, faster, and easier. If you haven't yet, head on over to mywebsitesafari.com. And of course, we'll have all the links and details in the show notes for you. All right, all of that opening stuff out of the way. It is now time to jump into our main topics of our program here today. I'm so excited to share with you some new information. We've had some new feedback from our from our audience. So buckle up, stay hydrated. Of course, I've got my coffee and my water standing by. Great time to mention. I have stickers now for Ask a Web Geek. If you want a sticker to Ask a Web Geek, just head on over to askawebgeek.com. You'll find a button where you can make a donation to the show. And if you donate a dollar or more, I'll send you a sticker as a thank you. So head on over to askawebgeek.com to make a small donation. Buy me that cup of coffee. I'll send you a sticker as a thank you. And I certainly appreciate you supporting the show. Last time on Ask a Web Geek, these are things that you can find the full episode on askawebgeek.com, on the podcast provider of your choice, over on youtube.com, and all of these are available now in my Geek Bytes series. And these numbers were the episode that we recorded them on, and they're also, I used the same number in the Geek Bytes so that we could kind of refer to them easily. The very most recent episode that I uh, released is all about this domain name renewal scam that I hate that drives me crazy. If you own a domain name, you're going to get these letters showing up in the mail and they look really legitimate, but they are not. They are lies and I want you to not pay attention to them at all. And I've got more information on that in this program, episode 41. Check it out and learn all the details about what to avoid and not to be fooled. Check out episode 38 to learn more about Google My Business. This was an answer actually to the topic we covered in 36, how to be found on Google. And then I went into more information about in episode 38 about using Google My Business as one of those ways that you can be found on Google. More information on this in like 30 seconds. And then in episode 37, we went over an idea of finding your content. One of the questions that I... I get asked by people as I know I'm supposed to write content for my website, my blogs, my social media, but where does the content come from? How do I find it? Where does it come from? What do I do? Help. The episode 37, I answer that very question. And I've got all of this information for you, of course, over at the YouTube channel. And look what else I made for you. I created a playlist of all the Geek Bites episodes that talk or relate to SEO and getting found on Google. So the topic I was just showing you of um, 
what was it, 36 uh, be found on Google, ended up right here at the top of this playlist. Can you see my mouse if I move it on the screen? Only a very little bit. So I'm wiggling my mouse up here at the top. Why doesn't my website show up on Google? This is that main, this is right from 36. So you can start right there. And then I go into a lot of other ideas, two most important questions for your website and all of your marketing efforts. And then I've got three videos on an SEO strategy that you can use. And then a bunch of other things that I want you to check out. Here's that content video right here. I don't know what to write. Where does my content come from? And then these last two right here, those are the episodes about Google My Business. Why do we use it? Why is it important? And then how to actually set it up, either claim your listing or create your listing. So I put all those topics together in this playlist for you. I'm going to go ahead and drop that link into the show notes for you. So check it out there. A uh, lot of great topics that we can go over. All right, so the first thing that I want to do before bringing up our, I guess it's not the first thing, we've done a lot of other things. The next thing I want to do is do a little follow-up to that uh, that scam video where I'm warning you about domain name scams. I've got some more information on it. So on this episode, 41, we talked about that domain name renewal and listing scam. By the way, this Geek Bytes episode is become the biggest, most watched video out of all of my entire channel, out of every video I've ever done on any platform. This is the one that's getting the most attention. As of this recording, there's almost 800 views on this video. It blew me away that it got that kind of attention, but I'm very excited because I want everybody to know this information. And if you haven't yet seen, please go back and watch this video and share it with someone else. We're almost at 800 views, and I know that if you just go watch that video right now, it's going to bump it right over 800 views and share that with someone, would you? Because I need them to know about this information. This is about the letters that are showing up in the mail that look like legitimate domain name renewals. Well, today, we're, I've got a follow-up topic on this because not only have I seen the letters show up, I've now seen fake emails this is even worse. It's even worse than those e than those letters that show up. This looks like it's coming right from my domain registrar. It uses their logo. It uses the same kind of format that their emails look like. It's very deceptive, except it's not from them. And let me show you a couple ways that you can find out. The first way that you can see is right up here at the top where it shows who the email is from, if you look at the email and you pay attention to the domain name that that email is coming from, that's not their domain name. That's not the real company. That's something totally different. They've, they've made up their own domain name to try to trick you into thinking that this is a legitimate email. So the first thing that you look at is who the email is from. Chances are you're gonna catch the mistake right there. And here's the thing you should always do, no matter what email you're getting, no matter what you're clicking on, I want you to pay attention to this. When you move your cursor over the button, right here it says renew now, move your cursor over this. Uh, this is known as hovering your cursor over it, but don't click it yet. Just move the cursor over, you're gonna watch 
you're going to watch the arrow symbol change into the finger symbol when it recognizes that it's got something it can click on, but don't click it yet. And instead, look in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen when your mouse is hovered over this button. Because when you hover over a link, your computer is going to automatically tell you in the corner where you're about to go. Where does that link go to? So that's the next thing I want you to look at. Hover your cursor and then look at where that link is going and, and, and answer the question, where is this going to go when I click on it? Because again, chances are it's not going to have your domain name provider there. It's not going to be their real website. They're trying to trick you. They're going to use some other website. So if you're expecting an email from domainregistrar.com, you might notice that the email is from a different domain. And when you hover over this button, it's got even a different domain name. If you're expecting it to say GoDaddy or Google or DreamHost, that's mine, or you know, Gilbert Studios, if I'm sending you an email, right? If you're expecting that and then you hover your cursor and then you look at the link, it's going to say something different. It's going to say, this is really GoDaddy.com. It absolutely is. This is for sure Gilbert Studios. And chances are they're doing something with the domain name. They're switching letters. They're adding a couple letters in. Um, this one up here, it should be from DreamHost.com. It's from DWStaff. So they registered another domain name called dwstaff.com. If, you know, when we talk about it, when we, when we have this conversation, people say to me, oh, I feel really stupid. I didn't, I didn't even notice that. I didn't even see that. You're not, you're not supposed to notice it. They're, they're, they're bargaining. They're, they're preying on your ignorance. They're betting. That's the word. They're betting that you're not going to notice. They're betting that it looks kind of similar, close enough. Eh, my caution to you is look where it's going to go when you're hovering your cursor, your cursor, your mouse cursor over this button. Just look at your screen and your computer's going to tell you where you're about to go when you click that button. And if you see a bunch of gobbledygook popping up, if it doesn't say the exact domain name that you're expecting it to say, don't click it. One of the safest things that you can do when you're going to any website, it could be for your bank, it could be for you know, your investment portfolio, I don't know, be suspicious of emails that you get these days. And it's much, much safer if you go to the browser, if you open up a brand new tab, and if you type right into the right into the thing, the place you want to go, Chase Bank, Bank of America, mycreditunion.com, right? TD Ameritrade, go to the website specifically, GoDaddy, Go to the website specifically by typing on it and then going to it directly. Don't click the button. If you're not sure, don't click the button because that button could take you to a different website. It could even look like the same website. It could even look like the real website. But when you look at that address bar up at the top, it's not the real website. They've done something real tricky with the domain name and they've added some letters and a dash and you know it's got baloney in it. And, and I want you to avoid that mess. And Ask a Web Geek member, Barry, sent me another example that shows this. Check this out. This is even this is even another level of tricky. Remember how I was saying they can change that domain name, add some letters, add a character, dash something or other, and it's a completely different domain name? He sent me this really great example. Do you see the A right here in May Bank? 
and it's it's happening right here too in Citibank. Do you see how this A character looks this looks different than this A character? Man, I'm telling you, they're getting really sneaky with this. These are two different websites. These are two different domain names. They look the same, but they're not. What's happening is this first one, this is the real one. This is the real Citibank.com. But the second one, this is not an A character. It's from the Cyrillic alphabet. In other words, it's the A from the Russian alphabet. It's a different character the, to the computer. It's a completely different character. It might as well be a Z. It might as well be a Q, right? It doesn't, it's, the computer sees it as a completely different uh, domain name, a completely different website. It's not Citibank, okay? But it, to us visually, looks like an A, and if you're not paying attention or you're moving really fast, it looks legitimate. You could click that link and you could find yourself on the wrong thing. And here's the danger. You go to the hacker's website, you may get a page that says log into your bank account right here. Well, guess what happens if you try to put in your username and your password? You've just given them your username and password. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to go right over to Citibank.com, the real one, and they're going to use your username and password, log into your bank account and do terrible, terrible things to you. So this is the thing I want you to avoid today. I want you to pay real special attention to the links you're clicking on, to the buttons that you're clicking on, to the emails that you're getting, and just be aware of these tricks. Tricky, tricky, tricky people. Jump into our Facebook group. If you've got some examples of this, askawebgeek.com. We'll have a link back to our Facebook group. I'd love you to share some more examples of things that you're seeing like this in uh, emails or renewal letters or banking statements. Take a screenshot and let us know what it looks like, uh, just like Barry did here. So special thanks to Barry for sending this in. This is the thing I want you to avoid. All right, here comes our featured topic of the week. And it's something that I've been doing the last couple months. And then I thought, hey, I should show you that I'm doing this. I should recommend this as something that I'm doing. Remember, um, a couple episodes ago, I talked about how I used to use something called Linktree, and then I created my own landing page on my website so that I could make some quick buttons that I can send people to. I've got, I've got other videos that talk about this, but I'm doing something similar. I've created a digital business card. And I wanna ask you, have you considered a digital business card? I love physical business cards. If we're meeting up together, I'm going to hand you my card and I'm going to ask for one of yours. I still think they're great and they have a purpose. But we do live in a digital age. We may be attending a virtual event. You may not be in person with me and we can exchange business cards. Well, guess what? Now there's digital business cards. But I want to caution you a little bit as well because there's some digital business cards I don't like. I don't like it when someone gives me a link or shows me a code and then I go to this business card and it tries to immediately download stuff into my phone. It tries to like download their contact information. I don't find that particularly helpful because it's hard for me to get back to that information. I don't know how it's saving it. It, it, it creates confusion. So what I'm encouraging you today is to use your website. Of course, your website is the only thing you can fully own and control on the internet. 
why wouldn't you use it as your own digital business card? And I'm not talking about just sending people to your homepage. I'm talking about creating a specific page that's like a landing page on your website, and it acts like a digital business card. So let me show you what I've made for myself and encourage you to think about how you could do this for your business and what things would make sense on your own digital business card. Well, here's the page right here. When I refer to it, when I tell people about it, I don't say come to my digital business card. I say come to my resource page. I've created a Meet CJ resource page. It's a digital business card, but let me show you what it is and let me show you how I use it. So this is what it looks like. It's, and I call it my resource page. And it's at gilbertstudios.com slash meet dash CJ. Check the show notes if you want to click that link, that click that completely legitimate link to come to my website, gilbertstudios.com slash meet dash CJ. And let's take a quick field trip over and see what that looks like. So let me find my website. I've got it right over here. And I've got a little bigger view of it for you here. So I'm going to give you a quick tour, and then we're going to come back into detail about what you're seeing. So this is a page on my website. I've got a little bit of a space up here for a promo. I'll come right back to that. I've got a spot right here that's basically my intro. This is who I am. This is a picture of me in my book. Here's what I do. Super quick, brief bio, and then some links to other things. My web design business, my speaking business. I'm a nerd, I'm a geek, you already knew that, and I, I do game, video gaming, and I have a website for that. So I've got some links to there. I've got a QR code right over here on the right. This makes it really easy to share with people. I can show people this QR code on my phone, and they can just bloop, take a picture of it, or their phone will just look at it and immediately try to go to my page. It's amazing. And then I also put it on this page so that if you're standing there and I'm looking at the resource page or the idea is you've got the resource page open on your phone and you want to share it to a friend, you can just show them this QR code right on the page and then they can get to the page. I thought that made sense. I thought that was a smart idea. Let me know what you think about that. And then I've put everything that I want to send to people on this one page. So instead of now having to say, Go here for my video workshop, go here for my podcast, go here for my resources, go here to join me in networking. I can just send them to this one link and tell them, go here, look for my video workshop. Go here, look for EE. Go here, look for my podcast. And that's what they're going to find. They're going to find, here's a link to my free video workshop. I'm letting them know, take advantage of this. It can help you in your business. It's totally free. Here's my podcast, Ask a Web Geek, and I've put buttons right here. This goes to the website, this goes to the YouTube channel, this goes to the Facebook group. So I can just tell people, go here, click this red button and jump over to YouTube. Go here, click this blue button and jump over to our Facebook group. And then I decided that I could feature some of those Geek Bytes episodes, so I put them right here on the page. I'm featuring the one that's called how to use networking for your small business, but then you can see I've got a bunch of other ones uh, here that I'm recommending as well. Look, here's that playlist on how to get found on Google and my SEO strategy. It's right there so you can get to it. How about creating a unique secure password? Maybe that can help you. Maybe you need help working with Zoom. I have a playlist on that. Created it right there. Here's where I talk about my quick links page, kind of the predecessor to this page, but I'm still using it and I still find it extremely valuable. And now I'm using both of these and I'm just showing you now how to do that. Click the green button to go view that quick links page. 
here's what it looks like. I'll let you take a peek at it. It's a li- it's a list of buttons. I covered this in a previous episode. Let me know if you have any questions. It's still extremely useful and helpful to me. And uh, a couple other topics there. Then I've got some recommended business resources. I've got a ton of resources at this link. So I put it on this page and I'll tell people, click that light blue button if you wanna go check out some of the other resources and tools that I recommend and use. You need to back up your computer. You need my recommendations on streaming software. You need some audio video software. Uh, you want some books to read. I've got it all on that page, check that out. And then I talk about the networking groups that I'm a part of. And I've got a link right here to my blog article that talks more about it. And then over on the right-hand side, I've got more training that they can take advantage of. So I'm telling people, this is a page of free resources that you can help yourself to. So you've got my intro to social media. You've got my video on using LinkedIn. This is a free class on LinkedIn. This is a free class on getting started with social media please help yourself to these resources. Please feel free to share these resources with your own network as a free gift from you. And please consider how can you do this for your own business? And then I've got a bonus training, some sales training that I did with Eric Lofholm. I love doing training with Eric Lofholm. He's my favorite mentor in the sales department. And I absolutely recommend that you check out this training right here that we did. And then I've got some more advertisements basically on this page. I want people to know about this particular product and this particular service. And if they didn't see it at the top of the page, maybe they'll see right here uh, my my uh, my free video workshop. And oh look, uh, I happen to have a couple awards there for best web designer in San Diego. So of course I put that on the page too. That is my digital business card. Now let me take you back, take you back to the PowerPoint slide and give you a list of what all those items are. So here's what's on my digital card. And and I'm letting you know with this little asterisk, it's a page, it's a page of my website. It's a landing page. What does landing page mean? Landing page means it's a page on your website that's not your homepage that, that people are gonna be coming to and landing on. So your homepage is usually the page people come to and land on. So the idea of a landing page is it's a page other than your homepage that people are going to come to and land on when they come to your website. So this digital card, it is a landing page. I'm going to give the link to people. I'm going to show them the QR code and they're going to land on this page. Does that make sense? So just realize that what I'm talking about as a digital card is a page on your website that you can fully own and control. And here's, once again, I showed you the visual. Here's the list format of what I've got on that page. And you can take a screenshot of this if it helps you. I've got an introduction to myself and a picture of me. I do have links to all of my social media. I didn't happen to show you on that last thing, but they're there. Uh, On the desktop view, they're in a stripe down the right-hand column. Uh, on the mobile view, they pop up in a box and they're all together. So I, I can encourage people, hey, follow me on Twitter, or follow me on LinkedIn, whatever it is, right? It's all on that page. I put the QR code on that page. Now I do have the QR code saved on my phone so that if I'm with you in person, I can just show it to you and you can just go bloop, bloop and boom, you're there. But I decided, you know, if I put the QR code directly on the page, not only can I show you the code and you can get to the page, now you can have that page on your phone, you can turn it around and show it to someone else and they can click the QR code. So my idea is 
not necessarily that I'm using the QR code that's on the page, but that you can use it. It's for you, right? The one on my phone is for me to get you there. The one on the page is for you to show a friend so they can get there. And then you don't have to send them a link or text them or anything. I'm trying to make it easy for you. I'm trying to make it easy for my people. I'm always thinking, what would help my user? What would help my customer? What, what else does someone need? What could be easy for them? So I put that QR code right on the page. Hopefully it will, it will spread like wire wildfire. You'll be able to share it with someone else. I've got my free video workshop, by the way, that's my lead magnet. What's a lead magnet. You might ask. It's something that you offer people like a gift and in exchange, they're signing up for your email list. So it's a completely free workshop for you to access, but you're paying me for it. In a way, you're paying me with the permission to send you an email. Now, could someone sign up for this and then immediately cancel? Oh, yes, of course they could. And that's not going to change anything. They still have complete access to all the videos. But most people don't do that. They sign up for it. And then if you respect them, if you respect that gift that they've given you of your of their email address, you're not going to abuse it. I do not abuse it. If you sign up for my list, you're going to get the videos that you just signed up for. You're going to get an email that says, here you go. You're going to get the first email that says, hey, did you did you really just sign up for this? Is this is this really you and do you really want it? And then you click the button that says, yes, it's really me and I really want it. Then you get the email that says, here's video one, go for it. And you'll you'll get the next couple of videos too in the sequence. And then you'll get the other emails I send, but I don't email every day. I don't even email once a week. I should maybe email once a week to my email list. But the point is I don't abuse it. I don't send multiple emails and I don't harass my people and I treat them well. I respect them. So it's a win, win, win. Someone can get that free resource, that free education and take advantage of it right away. And I have the opportunity to reach back out to them in the future with another video or another offer or another something, something helpful, something. So that's a lead magnet. I would encourage you to have a lead magnet in your own work, something you can give away that will benefit people immediately. And as a bonus, you have the opportunity to email them in the future because your email list other than your website is the only thing you can fully own and control. And then I have a link, of course, to the Ask a Web Geek everything. I've got a link to the website, to the YouTube channel, and to the Facebook group. And I've got a bunch of other resources and bonus trainings that you saw there. And then I kind of glossed over it as we were going through it. But sometimes I'll put a promotion at the top of that page. The next event that I'm going to do, the next webinar that I'm going to do, something special that I'm promoting. So far in the beginning of the year, I've been giving away my LinkedIn training like, hey, happy new year. Could you use this time to refresh your LinkedIn, your LinkedIn profile? And I was offering that at the top of my page as a promo. And as of today, I just switched it. Now I'm offering what's called my website treasure hunt as a promo. That's going to be up there for, I don't know, a couple days or so. And then I'm going to put something else up there. In fact, I already know what I'm going to put up there next. But I keep that area at the top for like a special promotion. It's not there all the time. It's not there all year round. It's just something special I'm promoting. So that's how I'm doing it. So the question is, how could you do it? What could this do for you? Okay, consider how you're going to build your digital card. Again, it's a landing page on your website. 
And my encouragement for you is to start simple. Start as simple as possible, simply to get into action. And what you're going to do is you're going to think of something else to add and something else you can add and something else you can add. Do that when it comes to you add it, take that action, but just start really simple an intro and a picture. And then do you have a gift or a lead magnet that you can offer there too? That's a great thing to do. Give people a reason to go there. You know, it's not quite as impressive. That's not the word I'm looking for. Urgent. That's not the word I'm looking for. If all the pages, Hey, come to this page and learn more about me. Hmm they may not take action on that. They may be like, well, I don't care about you. <laughs> Why would I want to do that? But if you're like, hey, come to this page because I've got a free gift there for you. I've got a free training that you can take advantage of. Well, that might be a little more incentive for them to go over there and see what that looks like and see if they want to do that or not. So definitely your intro and your picture and offer them something. Give them a gift, give them a lead magnet of some kind. And then as time goes on, you're going to think of more things that you can add, more resources that you want to give to people. All the stuff I just showed you was not all there on day one, right? It was just uh, my intro, um, free video workshop, and Ask a Web Geek. That's probably all was there in the beginning. And then I thought, oh, I could put a social media training. Oh, I could put my recommended resources oh, I could put my LinkedIn training and those pieces built over time. So start simple and then you're going to have those other ideas of what else you want to add. Topic number two, let's talk about QR codes. I've already mentioned the QR code a couple times and I get questions about this when I was uh, when I talk about it. So I thought, great, let me tell you more about QR codes. I have a couple thoughts I want to share with you. Number one, this again is my resource page and you're going to see I've got that QR code right here on the right-hand column. I know I said this a few minutes ago, but there may be folks that didn't hear it. So I'm going to repeat myself on purpose. I put the QR code on the page itself on purpose. I have it on my on my own phone and I can show people the QR code and they can go bloop and then they can show up. They can the page pops up for them. But I thought, wouldn't it be great if I put that QR code right on the page so that that person you later could be like, oh, yeah, I watched this really great training from CJ. Do you want his LinkedIn training? It's at this page and you can show them the code right on the page and then they can be like bloop. And then they can get to it and then they can watch the training. And you don't have to text them a link. You don't have to email them a link. You don't have to do anything except show it to them. Be like, here, take this, scan this. And they can. Great benefit of a QR code is your camera is going to turn it into a link and then display it for you. So let's talk a little bit about QR codes because there's a couple different kinds and there's a couple ways that you can do it. And I want you to be aware there's some pros and cons for both. Let's just talk through it real quick. The first thing to tell you is there's two kinds of QR codes. There's a static QR code and there's a dynamic QR code. I'll have more on each of those in a minute, but basically the static QR code never changes. It's static. So whatever you program that QR code to go to right here, I'm just showing your website.com slash XYZ. If you create a QR code or you have one created by your graphic designer for you to go to your website.com slash XYZ, it's always going to be that QR code. 
that the one that I just showed you on the previous page, this one right here, if you pull it up and you look at it, it's always going to take you to gilbertstudios.com slash meet dash CJ. Always. It's always going to do that. It's a static QR code is what I'm trying to say. There's another kind. There's a dynamic QR code. The dynamic QR code doesn't use your website that you put in. It uses their website uh, of the service that's providing you that QR code. It uses their site. So when someone holds their phone up to it, instead of seeing gilbertstudios.com slash XYZ or whatever, instead of showing your website.com slash XYZ, it's going to show that services website. Z, and I just wrote right here, zyx.abc slash one, two, three, because it usually looks like a bunch of gobbledygook text. Let's talk about some pros and cons. Why would you want to do that then? Why would you want a, a dynamic code? Well, the dynamic QR code, here's the benefit. It can be changed later and it doesn't change the graphic. In other words, when you sign up for this kind of a service and you create a QR code and it's a dynamic QR code, later you can log into their dashboard and you can change which link it's going to. So today you want it to go to yourwebsite.com slash February 23. And then in two months you come back later and now you want it to go to yourwebsite.com slash March or April 23, you can change it inside the dashboard. The code itself stays the same. Well, that's a big benefit because if you've got codes out there that are doing work for you, you don't have to worry about where those codes are or what signs or print ads or whatever you've put them on because you can just change where it's going inside their dashboard. That could be very, very helpful. It also can be tracked. If you're sending the traffic through their service because it's using their code, they can tell you. You got five clicks. You got six clicks. It might even be able to tell you where the traffic came from and where it's going. Like it might be able to tell you it came from Facebook or it came from, I don't know. The point is, if you're using their link, their software can help track it. So that's the benefit of a dynamic QR code. It can be changed later without actually affecting the, the picture, the graphic of the code itself. It's changed inside the dashboard where it redirects to, and it can be tracked by their software. Let me tell you about static QR codes. I'm in this place where I'm kind of preferring to use static QR codes right now. And here's why. Here's why I do it. I use a static QR code for my websites because number one, I'm already tracking the statistics in a different way. When you come to my website, I can look at my report later and see how many people came to my website and did they come from Facebook or Google or, or whatever, right? So I don't necessarily need that tracking piece that the dynamic thing offers. And I'm really concerned, you guys, about scams and security. So I think the greatest benefit of a static QR code is when you pick up your phone and you point it at my QR code, your phone is going to say, we're going to gilbertstudios.com. You, you don't even have to click anything. You just hold your phone up and look at it. And your phone says, this code is about to take us to gilbertstudios.com. And then you can feel really secure about that. Yeah, that's where I want to go. I want to go to gilbertstudios.com. So it makes sense that that's what I'm doing. 
<laughs> so it offers almost like a little bit of visual security because people can see exactly where they're going in that moment. And you don't need a subscription. There's a lot of services that will create a free uh, static QR code for you. And you don't need to pay for it. You don't need a monthly subscription, nothing. Because that link is hard code embedded into those little dots that make up the code. And it is what it is and it never changes. And you don't need to pay anyone nothing for that. So hopefully uh, that gives you a good example of what those two different kinds of QR codes are. Here's a couple bonus ideas. You can now add a logo or picture to the center of the QR code. And this is very valuable too. It's kind of like another level of visual security because one of the things we're seeing people do, we see QR codes happening everywhere right now. They're going on print ads, they're going on billboards, they're going on bus uh, benches, you know, magazines, wherever. You can put a QR code to help your people get things really quickly. But here's something else that we've seen people do. We've seen people print up stickers of their own QR code, and then they come along that advertisement magazine, uh, billboard, bench, and they put their own QR code sticker over the top of the one that's there. And now all of a sudden they're taking that traffic or they could do something bad. I'm, I'm always on the lookout for how people are going to abuse things and trick you online. So one of the potential possibilities is that someone could take their own QR code sticker and put it on top of yours, and now your people are going there. So if you have a QR code that's got a logo in the middle of it, they can't really do that, can they? Because when you look at my QR codes, it's going to say Jungle Studios in the middle of it. And then, and that's just another way that you can tell. You it, Visually, you can see my logo. And then when you hold up the phone, you can read it right on your screen where it's going to go to. And here's another thing to tell. So it adds a little bit of branding and a little visual security for your people that they're going to the place they want to go to. And you can create several QR codes. I'm talking about using it right now as a digital card or for a landing page, but you could create one for your homepage. You could create one for special offers or promotions. You could have ones for your lead magnet, your opt-ins, your gifts, etc. So by no means should you feel limited to only having one QR code. You could have several depending on how you want to use them or what information you want people to get to. I hope this has been helpful for you. We've been talking about QR codes and digital business cards, and those are all of our topics this week. So now it's time to ask a web geek. If you've got any questions for me, please head on over to askawebgeek.com. I would love for you to subscribe on YouTube. Join our Facebook group, also called Ask a Web Geek, and join our community and ask any questions that you have right there. Of course, all the links and details are at askawebgeek.com. When you join our group, you'll see that we've got some discussions going on, and I would love for you to jump into our discussions, answer some questions if you've got answers, ask some questions if you've got questions, and our community will assist you. They'll answer your questions, and of course, I'll be there too to answer your questions. So whatever questions you have, please come on over to Ask a Web Geek, whether it's on the YouTube channel, the Facebook group, the Twitter, or if you're listening to a podcast, send me an email, send me a tweet, and let me know what questions that you have and how I can help you on an upcoming program. 
Today's program, once again, has been sponsored by theactivelifecompany.com. Remember to use code WEBGEEK to get 15% off your order of this all-natural skin protectant. Check out meetup.com for exceptional entrepreneurs to join us Thursday or Friday for virtual business networking. And if you haven't checked it out yet, please do check out my free video workshop. You'll find that at my website, safari.com. These seven short videos will teach you how to use your website as a tool for your business. You can get there directly by going to my website, safari.com. Check the show notes for a link you can click. Or of course, if you've got my QR code, if you've got my landing page, you can get there directly from there too. All the links and details are at over at askawebgeek.com. And that's our program today. Thank you so much for being with us. You know, at Gilbert Studios and Jungle Studios and Ask a Web Geek, we understand the internet is a jungle. It's too easy to get lost and to go down a path that you didn't see coming and, and, and to find yourself stuck in the quicksand or a trap that you didn't even know was there and to find it just eating up your time and not getting where you want to go and you feel lost and you feel alone. You can avoid all of that by joining up with a tribe of people, hiring a well-trained guide that can lead you through and get you where you want to go. Let us guide you through. Join our program, join our YouTube channel, join us on Facebook, and we're so glad that you are part of our program here today. My name is CJ Gilbert. Thank you so much for being here with us on my 43rd episode of Ask a Web Geek. I'm a little nervous. We had a little fumbles and a couple hiccups along the way, but I think we made it through. So on behalf of the entire web jungle, allow me to say... Thank you so much for being here with me. I hope that you have a wonderful website Wednesday. Make it a great week, and we'll see you next time in the web jungle. The internet's a jungle. Roar! What is causing that? Isn't this exciting? This is exciting television, am I right? This is why you test stuff before going live. Um, something is still causing this yellow border. What is doing it? Let's look it up. Well, we're going to let all of that go, and we're going to put on a really great show here together. So thank you so much for your patience as I got all my ducks in a row, so to speak. And we are now ready to do a live taping of Ask a Web Geek. And I'm so pleased that you're here with me today. Thank you so much. I use those for thumbnails. Maybe you do something totally ridiculous too for your thumbnails. And that was our program today. Woo! Well, how'd we do? That was my first podcast episode that I've recorded in like a year, over a year. And I uh, had a couple hiccups along the way. And uh, who knows how it's going to turn out with the audio and the video. And all of that will come later on Saturday when I edit the whole thing together. And then it'll be interesting to see which segments I pull out for some new Geek Bites episode. So once again, if you haven't yet, check out our YouTube channel and check out all the episodes that have been there. Leave me a comment underneath this video. Let me know that you stopped by. Leave me a comment. Invite someone else to join the group here. There should be a button you can invite people directly to. Invite your friends and family, especially those in small business. And we look forward to seeing you next time. The Internet's a Jungle.
Roar!